This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses from all over the world who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Welcome to Nursing in America. I am your host, Tanya Friedman, Chief Executive Officer here at Kinetics USA. I've invited Luciana De Silva to be the guest host for a few episodes. She'll be speaking with nurses now living in America to figure out what life is really like. Enjoy. Today, I'm speaking with Ryan from Bacol in the Philippines. Four years ago, he moved to Rhode Island. So what made you want to come to the United States? Well, I want to go to the United States because, you know, I want to live the dream. I've been dreaming of going to the U.S. ever since I was a kid because my relatives are also here in the U.S. And I've seen, you know, how good their lives are. So I want to be like them, especially to my aunts who are nurses here in the U.S. They make good money. So I am so inspired by them to be one of them. And here I am now. Yeah, here you yeah. are. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's start from, you know, right before you came to the United States. What was your budget like? What kind of money did you save to be able to come? Oh, when I came here in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. Right before you came, like whenever you were planning to come here, what kind of budget did you get together? Okay, honestly, I really don't have enough, um, much money. I um, My sisters are the one who are already there, here. They are already here. Um, they helped me. And one of my sisters from Saudi Arabia is also a nurse. They were helping me. So they bought the ticket. And then I probably have around $200 in my pocket when I came to the U.S. And that's all I have. Yeah. So were you surprised when you got here? And did your budget change? Like, did the expenses coming whenever you got here? Were there any surprises? Well, honestly, I think that time I really didn't know how much money is it really should I need right here because when I came here um, most of the things I need already here because I started living first with my family so they got all the groceries and what I do is just go with them whenever they want to go somewhere so I really think I don't I uh, need much money that time until such time that I started working so when I started working um, that's the time that I realized that I really, you know, um, need money because I have to pay bills. I have to buy my own stuff. And then that's the time that it sink in that here in America is really, you know, um, you have to work hard and to pay those bills and everything. When you got here, um, how did you build a credit score and open a bank account? Okay, so when it comes to opening a bank account, my sisters, are they are the one who helped me open a bank account. They have their own bank. And then it's really a good, a good bank, I would say. One of the best bank here in America because it's a, a credit union bank. And then they helped me open up a bank. So it was easy for me. I just did it over the phone and I was a little bit shocked. Oh, um, opening a bank account through phone. Wow, that's amazing. Because in the Philippines, you have to go to a, a bank, you know, but here you just have to to give your 
um, information. Yeah. Um, so then you opened a bank account. How did you build a credit score from there? Okay, I really don't know what a credit score here when I came here. And then my sister told me about credit score that um, here in the U.S., in the near future, you're going to buy a car, you're going to buy a house and big purchases. So you have to open a credit um, credit card. So you really need to do those things and you need a good credit score. I really have no idea what a credit score is. And then one time my sister told me to apply for a credit card. I said, no, I'm not gonna apply for a credit card. I used to not have a credit card in the Philippines. Why would I? I opened one and then she said, oh, you need to. And then, yeah, until such time, I read more about credit score. And then I was able to, to make good things about it. As a matter of fact, um, having a good credit score was, a, was made me able to buy a house in just a year after I came here in the U.S. And they were like surprised, wow, you were able to buy a house when you just came here last year. And then um, I was able to refinance after buying a house two years ago. I was able to refinance a house in with the lowest um, interest rate, according to the to my bank. Like it's one of the uh, one of the lowest in their history. I got 1.5% interest rate. That's incredible. But so whenever you had to get a credit card, did you run into any roadblocks in terms of like they didn't want to give you a credit card? Was there a specific bank or company that that gave uh-huh. that to you? Oh, um, when I opened a, a credit card, it's it's easy, but uh, I it was easy and it was not that high. I started getting a credit card from you know um stores. And I thought it was already big that time. And then right now I have 15 credits, uh, credit cards and I always use my credit cards all, um, you know, at least once a year. Um, and then I pay it right away after I use it. So right now um, I have a very, very low income debt ratio that makes my credit score really high. Like it's, um, excellent after a year of having a credit card because I, I'm really allergic to loans, debts, and everything. And I just paid it off right away because was I was when I was in the Philippines, um, I, we never used credit card. We're like a cash cash society. Like if you don't if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Right here, there are so many credit cards that offers best deals and everything and. Okay, I I use credit card um, because I want to get you know get something out of the out of it like cashback. So it's just so nice, and people were like um, a little bit surprised. Ryan, um, you're getting something from the bank, not the bank's getting something from you, which I I really do because I always get cashback and I use it to to get cashback and just pay it off right away. I never make, I never really, you know, have um, debt that's not paid. I can't sleep when there's something that, you know, I have debt or loans. I'm not, I'm just not comfortable having it because I think that those are like a form of slavery. Like if you're going to have, you know, credit and loans, um, it makes you work more and more. That's how I feel. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's a beautiful way to put it, actually. I really like how you said that. Um, So then tell me a little bit about buying a house. Let's start from, you know, finding the realtor and then looking for a house and what that process was. Okay, Luciana, you know what? This is so funny. My story is just so funny, but kind of interesting. So I came here in the U.S. after a year. Um... Well, uh, this is the story. The story of buying a house goes this way. Um, I was working um, somewhere in July 2018. So my co-worker, a CNA, bought a house. And then I said, wow, congratulations. You're able to buy a house. I'm so proud of you and everything. And then she said, oh, you can also buy a house, Ryan. You're a nurse. You can do that. I said, me? No, I can't do that. I just came here last year. How can I do that? And she said, why don't you call your bank and try it? Not, nothing to lose. Just inquire it. And then the next day I called my bank. I said, hey, I'm Ryan. I'm I'm inquiring about um, buying a house. And then the bank asked me, Ryan, how long have you been here in the U.S.? I said, I just came here last year. Oh, and then the bank said, oh, you should be at least two years here in America. Um, how many years have you been working in your job? I said, also the same, a year. And then the bank said, oh, you should also be working at least two years. But anyway, you, you can still try. Just submit your pre-recent um, pay stub, your W-2, and we'll check also your credit score anyway. So we'll try. And then after two days, I was shocked when the... Oh, by the way, before that, I uh, he asked me, how much do you want to loan? And then I said this particular amount, which is above the average house rate here in Rhode Island because I really want to have a big house and in a good neighborhood. That's what I want. Well, I'm buying and I, there's nothing to lose if they don't want it. So if they, I'm not going to be approved. But anyway, I just still did it. And then after two days, they said, oh, Ryan, congratulations. You're approved for a home mortgage. And I was shocked. I was like um, jumping. Oh, thank you for that. And then my family and I were so excited. We really find a house that we really want. And yeah, after that, after a few months, I got the closing and signed all the papers. And we had the house in October of 2018. So from July to October, um, with the processing, I was able to get the house in October 2018. And people are so, so like surprised. Ryan, you just came here last year. How were you able to buy a house? And I told them, yeah, I was surprised too. But you know what? I just have to research. And as I research, I realized that you just have to have a good credit score. Of course, you should when you do credit score, you when you do build a credit score, you have to make sure that um your finances are good. I'm a little bit frugal. I'm not cheap, but I am frugal. Like I, I can get the best what I what I want, but I make sure that I pay bills on time, you know, and also, another thing is, um, I just really want to have a house with my family because we they, they were renting an apartment. I was with them. And I can see that um, it's, as, it's so small that we can't really uh, move a lot. Um, good. So I want to buy a house for my family, for my, fa- um, my parents and my sisters. <laughs> That's all. That's wonderful. When you got your loan, did you go through like a big bank, like Bank of America, Wells Fargo, or did you go through your credit union? Oh, I got to the credit union, to the Navy Federal Credit Union. 
yeah they they offered the lowest um mortgage interest and that time when i got the house uh, i just um did a down payment a very low down payment and i have no pmi so i am really paying good i mean i really got a good deal so it really saves me a lot of money as well and what about so you said you refinanced it tell me about refinancing okay so okay so with the refinance um this january of this year um i called the bank because i have been hearing all this refinance thing as a matter of fact after i bought the house i've been paying already you know extra in the principal because as i told you i'm not really um comfortable having mortgage payment monthly and everything so um to make the story short i already put my it's in my bucket list that in at this particular time i had to refinance at the particular date and it's like 2 years from now but as i called the bank hey i've been hearing hearing that you know there's a low um interest rate now and everything and then the bank said yeah you can try and then oh okay what are the factors to be able to refinance your home and then i said uh, i mean and then the bank said you just have to have at least 20% of home equity and then you should have a stable job a stable job and a uh, an excellent credit score so i i am qualified for all of those things i got 33% home equity in just a matter of 2 years uh, because our um house is really increasing i was shocked that it increased um because we live in a good neighborhood i think also that's one reason and at the same time i'm paying principal payment every month and i still maintain a good or excellent credit score as a matter of fact i'm aiming to have 800 in less than a month something like that and my yeah and my income that ratio is like 3% as a matter of fact i could only have 1% it's just that i i do the 3% because the there's a, a furniture company that i want to pay monthly because they say that you have to have a certain um debt and then you have to pay it regularly but if i just the one deciding for myself i could just pay it off right away like i don't really want that but yeah that's it You're not joining the the rat race of America that everybody has so much debt. You know, you're you're beating that. You're doing so well cuz so many Americans have so much debt. It's it's ridiculous. We're like the country of debt. Oh. Oh yeah, I really hate that. And then um yeah, my friends, my colleagues are telling me, "Oh, you have to buy this you have to enjoy life i am enjoying life i don't have to buy all those branded clothes although i do have some branded stuff but then like i just enjoy my life um by bicycling you know staying at home cooking with my family watching netflix together do gardening these are the things that makes me happy why would i push myself into something that that are too expensive and i'm not really happy well um i do travel that's what i love love traveling as a matter of fact um 
it's my plan to really go to the Philippines every year and visit one country at least once a year. And I do visit a lot of states. Um, as a matter of fact, I already visited 12 states right now. Yeah. So I love traveling, but I'm still frugal. I just want to make sure that, you know, everything is within the budget limit. And I just want to make sure that I prioritize things because I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. I don't want to be the rat race. I want to enjoy my off. I would I would love to pick up extra shift if I want to, not because I need to. You know what I'm saying? Because I just enjoy work-life balance. That's all I want to do in life. Because after all, what matters most is you got to enjoy your career of not being too stressed or burdened. And at the same time, enjoy your life with your family or with yourself. That's all that matters. So true. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. What about like homeowners insurance? How does how does that work? If you're talking to someone that has no idea, what is homeowners insurance? Oh my, yeah. So homeowners insurance, they are part of your scroll. So part of your monthly payment included in your mortgage. So I got to tell you that home insurance, there's like different options, the best one and the least best. But you have to make sure that what kind of home insurance is really very applicable to your home? For example, our house or our place doesn't have um, uh, flood um, problem. So I don't have to get uh, homeowner's insurance that's related to flooding, something like that. And then uh, when you do get home insurance, you have to um, go shop. Because there are some home insurance that are too expensive, some are not too expensive. You have to read reviews. And yet, when you got the home insurance, you have to make sure that um, you know your coverage. You know what to expect when something happens in your house. Like, um, I think last year, we got a problem with, there was a malfunction of a, a pipe or something, and then it uh, went to the basement. And then um, there's a contractor that came here and checked that, you know, um, there's really a problem that they have to fix it. So I just told them, okay, if you want to fix it, make sure it's part of the insurance. Because if it's not part of the insurance, I'm not going to pay for it. Something like that. So (laughs) again, I told them that if not, that's not part of the insurance, no matter how ugly it is, it's still okay. We're just going to figure it out how to take good care of that. But if it's part of the insurance, then go for it. Um, Do it. And yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And another thing is you have to make sure that, you know, when you're getting contractor, make sure you read reviews because some contractors, they will, they will probably try to gauge you. Oh, this guy is kind of new here in America. I'll probably, you know, Something like that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to read reviews. That's very important. And know the contract that you're signing. Your signature is very important. It's so powerful. Make sure that you read everything. When you go on into contracts, 
with the contractors, with the home insurance and everything. Fantastic pieces of advice. Um, so moving on from the insurance, let's let's well let's stay in insurance here. Tell me about health insurance and how that works because here it's so different than everywhere else in the world, as you know. Oh yeah, um, about health insurance. Okay, I get the best health insurance in my workplace. You know why? Because it's just extra. 10 20 dollars more and you get the best benefit so for example i got the highest um insurance plan that covers acupuncture chiropractor and it's just a few bucks and i get like 10 visits of chiropractor and 10 visits of acupuncture in a year which is of course um it's a good deal it's even a great deal. So just to make sure you also should know, you know, what are the benefits that you get from your health insurance. You should know your deductibles because one time um, I had a checkup and then there was like deductibles that I have to pay. I was shocked. Oh, I've been paying health insurance. That's uh, when I called the HR. And then how come that I have to pay a um, certain amount? I just don't get it. And then one time there was a collective boss that called me. Oh, you have to pay something. So I was I was worried because, you know, I hate that. I hate collectibles because I think that may, you know, ruin my credit score. So, yeah, I now realize that I haven't read the um, deductibles that have to pay. Now you have to make sure that when you have health insurance, know your deductibles, know your health benefits and maximize those things. You know, and one one time um, I haven't had any eye checkup because my eyesight is so good. But when I see in my um, health insurance that eye coverage is um, also included, I went to an eye checkup and I got an eyeglasses that's branded and it's free. Wow, this is so amazing. I've been paying like two or three bucks for the eye thing and I'm getting an expensive eyeglasses. So you have to, you know, as much as possible, maximize your health insurance and, you know, try to be healthy all the time. After all, health is wealth. Exactly. And coming from a nurse, that's <laughs> very important. What other kind of benefits? So you mentioned here TDI and TCI. What does that mean? Okay. So here's the thing. My dad, um, we live together with my parents and my sisters and my brother-in-law. So um, one time my dad um, had an emergency situation. So because um, he had a stroke, I really didn't know what a TCI or a TDI thing. So then when dad is in the hospital, um, somebody told me, Ryan, you're working. You shouldn't be working. You, should, you can stay with your dad and help your dad. And then I said, oh, I think um, I cannot do that because I'm working. Oh, you can apply for a TCI. And then I asked, what's a TCI? It's a temporary caregiver insurance. And then I read about it and I am eligible for that. So um, two weeks ago, my dad went again to emergency. And then that time I was about to have my one month vacation. It's already planned and everything. And then suddenly I realized, why should I be on vacation taking care of dad using my ETO or my PTO, if I could just apply for a TCI, temporary caregiver insurance, and just, you know, take care of my dad. So that's 
that's it. So I, I read about it, about the scope of it. And temporary caregiver insurance is actually a benefit that's, uh, that are being enjoyed by four states, New York, um, Rhode Island, California, and Hawaii. So um, it's all about taking care of an immediate um, family member, and you're given for a maximum four weeks to care for them. And they will be paying, I mean, the state will be paying you, I think, if I'm not mistaken, 60% of your gross pay. So you're actually paying it. It's part of your pay stub. So I, I use it. And right now I'm, I'm taking care of my dad and I am on my temporary caregiver insurance leave for one month. I'm sorry to hear about your father, but it's a good thing that you have that benefit to be able to to be with him and take care of him. Yes, um, I just I just found it out two weeks ago. Dad has always been in the hospital in the past um three years. I could have had I known it before, I could have used it every year. So see, so we nurses, we should know benefits that's very important because after all we're, we are paying for it we are eligible for it so once you go to america make sure you read your booklet that's related to your job related to the benefits of your state because after all well um god forbid something happens we can use these things because we're paying for it yeah and that's that's so critical. And you were saying that, um, you know, it kept you from having to use your holiday pay. Tell me about holiday pay and overtime pay and how that works. Okay. So good thing about our work, we have this holiday pay. So you will be paid holiday pay. I think it's 10 holiday pays here in America and we are paid for that. So um, you can, um, you are paid for that. You can use it or you can encash it or you can use it as a time off. So we full-time, we use it. Or if we want to cash it out, we just cash it out. But me, I love off. I love day off. So I just use it as my time off. Can you imagine um, a month of vacation plus this um, 10 days holiday pay off. So it's really good. And overtime. So overtime is also an important thing that you have to consider um, when you work here in America. For example, um, we work 12 hours, three days a week. So more than 40 hours of work in a week, that's overtime pay. That's one and a half pay. And at the same time, if you work more than 12 hours, that's also overtime pay. It's one and a half pay. And many times in our hospital, we always have um, short staff problem. So aside from, you know, the text messages that we're getting from the, our manager that um, pick up shift available in the following days, who wants to pick up? And sometimes who, who doesn't want extra money, right? And aside from that, we are also paid incentive shift. An incentive shift is like it's a critical day. Um, that you can pick up and then on top of your salary, on top of your overtime, you are also given $20 per hour for a critical shift. So if you work 12-hour shift, incentive shift, overtime pay plus 20, uh, uh, 20 per hour. So that's a lot. 
Yeah. Worth it, huh? It's really worth it. <laughs> worth it. Let's um so then from there, so we've talked about the benefits. What about the clinical skills? We're talking about being in the hospital. What are the major differences that you've noticed between being a nurse in the Philippines and here in the United States? What were the big differences? Yeah. Um, you know what? I see a big difference when it comes to clin- uh, clinical se- settings. Uh, in the Philippines, um, you know, because to be honest, uh, we live in a third world country in the Philippines, um, not, a, not a lot of budget for healthcare. So we are very, what do you call this one, um, innovative when caring for our patients. But here in America, uh, we got oversupply of um, supplies. Uh, the healthcare setting here is really standard. So um, the difference is that uh, when it comes to facilities, this is more advanced here in America. And when it comes to practice, um, we are like somehow by the book. We follow protocols. And once you don't follow protocols, you're going to be in big trouble. So I realized that when I came here in America to work as a nurse, I became more better in a way that I was able to follow what I really learned from my nursing, from the books, from the NCLEX review, and I really applied it. I had um, another nurse tell me that, and they were actually from the from the Philippines, that in the Philippines, it's the situation that it's the doctor and the nurse and that you do everything. And the difference was that here you have a different person that takes the blood, a different person that takes the blood pressure, a different person that that does all of you know, all the different things. Have you experienced that? Was that what it was like back in the Philippines and what you noticed here as well? Um, somehow, but you know, the work here, the scope of work of those colleagues in the different areas are more, um, what we call, um, they are more clearer. So, you know, exactly whose job is this, whose job is this, but we nurses, we do collaborate, we do help. You know what I'm saying? So it's really a teamwork. I I can see a teamwork in here. It's really an awesome experience to be working with people who are able to, you know, do teamwork with different um, colleagues, with different discipline. Wonderful. You are very well spoken here. I'm loving this. Um, Now, moving from, you know, the the culture of of a hospital, what have you seen like the biggest difference culturally? You know what? This is so funny because I was thinking before that here in America, like, you know, it's really different from the Philippines. But I I realized now that we have certain commonalities here in America, like in a way some um, some, some people here loves gossips, too. So I'm saying with the Philippines, you know, we have this I think it's human nature, not. Um, cultural background thing. I think it's everywhere. And uh, I realized that there's no perfect um, work environment. There's always, you know, loopholes and everything. And I think the best way to really make sure that you're going to be loving your work is to, to change your mind, to change your mentality. That no matter 
how bad the situation is, no matter how unperfect the work is, if you just love what you're doing, if you just base it to your fundamental as a nurse, and not just as a nurse, but as a human being who cares for people, who have the heart, the passion to really serve and not just looking for the money, and I think you'll be all set. Because after all, love is, is very important in our career. Let's not think of money because if you think of money, it's a number. There's, there's a limitation to it. But if you give love, love is, love is endless. You know what I'm saying? Love is precious. Love is, put it into your work and you're going to love your work for the rest of your life. And that's what I love with my work because I am able to exercise or to share what I have. And I consider these patients not just as a patient, as a mere person to, you know, put an IV in IV. They are person just like a family member. You know what I'm saying? So if you have that kind of mentality, if you have that kind of heart, then nursing really is the best suited job for you. I got chills when you were just now talking about that. I got chills. Amazing. (laughs) And it's so true. It takes a special type of person and a special type of personality and a special type of love to be a nurse. It really does because you're helping total strangers. Yeah. And I see some some people, they just, example, they just give meds. They just do procedure and that's it. Why can't you just add a certain you know, spice to make their stay in hospital memorable. Like do therapeutic communication, have some extra effort, walk an extra mile for them because it doesn't really cost a thing, especially if you have free time in your job. You can do that and let them feel that they are taken care of because I put, you know, I put my... Um, patient's perspective into my own perspective. What if I am the patient? What if my family member is a patient? What will I feel? So that's how I see myself from a patient's perspective point of view. That's why I love taking care of patients. I love my job as a nursing because I am able to care for them. And that's all I need to do. And secondary is of course salary and everything, but more than that is how you give love to people. It's beautiful. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Nursing in America. Part two will be available next week, so make sure you hit the follow button and come back to join us then. If you enjoyed the episode, please help us and leave a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses internationally. We offer direct hire, which means healthcare facilities will directly sponsor and hire you to work here in the USA. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. You can find the link in the show notes.